0: Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. We bring you a sequel this week on 10 Ways to Increase Your
1: Value. And your earning power i suspect it's a topic that many will find a lot of traction or interest in 10 ways to increase your value and by extension your earning power the multiplicity of negotiations and labor agitations taking place currently confirm the fact that everyone needs some more cash now do you have the secrets to earning extra income if you do send them by text on 1422 across networks or facebook.com forward slash legacy, dot legacy If you want to send us a WhatsApp message, just send it to 0244340437. Do you have the secrets to earning extra income? Let's talk on your virtual university tonight. In our Ten Commandments segment, I will tell you ten people you cannot help. <laughs> Have you ever given up on somebody that you really initially wanted to help but came to the conclusion that there was nothing you could do? Well, the truth is that there are some people or categories of people that you literally cannot help. I will show you 10 such people in our 10 commandments segment, the 10 people you cannot help. But let's start with our scripture for today. Our scripture verse for today is about divine guidance. And so, I'm inviting you as always to post the chapter and the book of this message. On the legacy and legacy the chapter in the book of this uh, this the chapter and the verse sorry of this quotation on our legacy and legacy phase book page and for the first person who will do it today I'm giving you a copy of the book career starter Park because that's the book out of which the main message today is drawn and so if you can find the chapter and the verse of this book I'll be very happy to give you the chapter and the verse of this quotation I'd very happy to give you the book and here is a Bible verse for today it says and I quote your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left where can this quotation be found already one more time your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way Walking in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left if you know where this quotation is found just post it on facebook.com forward slash legacy dot legacy springboard is a thematic radio seminar committed to raising the new generation of African leaders using the medium of human capital development. The broadcast is put together by a Legacy and Legacy and your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. It is brought to you by the kind KC of ecobank the Pan-African bank. And so last week we set the pace with a discussion about personal branding and I had loads of calls and interactions. And good evening, Kujo <laughs> you, Heneche, yourself and your family. I know you listened together as a family and you had a discussion about personal branding. This one also goes out to you as well. Mrs. Akwe of Dopier to All those of you who listened to the discussion about personal branding and sent me messages asking for the notes and interacting on the issues, I tell you something. This, tonight's message is just one step further on this discussion about branding and about personal value there's a positive correlation between your personal brand and your value in the marketplace There are simple strategies an individual can use to make yourself a a financially viable product. In our earlier discussion, I said to you that you are the marketing manager or the brand's manager of a product called myself or you. And so this would show you how you can increase the value of that product called you. This message was shared on the Springboard 2014 Roadshow. And as you listen, if you have thoughts about this subject of increasing your value and your earning power, you want to share them with us on Facebook and let's have this discussion. And later when I open the phone lines, let's talk. Are you using any of these ideas? Have they worked for you? Or do you have other ideas we could use to earn extra income? Let's keep this discussion going. And please remember, later in the program, I'm going to bring you 10 people you can't help, no matter how hard you try. Please don't go away. I'll you talk about 10 keys to increasing your value and earning extra income. Please don't go away. Keep the frequency clear. 99.7. 10 ways to increase your value and your earning power. My focus largely is on people working within organizations, but I also believe that for those who run their own businesses or entities, increasing your value will by extension increase your space in the economic marketplace and some of these keys will be relevant in your quest to become more helpful to your stakeholders. And so, my introductory thoughts are that your earnings are not a function of your certificate. We were once interviewing a young man who said, give me a salary that befits my degree. I don't know what he thought about his degree in marketing from the University of Ghana. But one thing was certain, he could not even tell his own unique selling proposition. And so, what is the use of a degree in marketing if you cannot explain what value you bring to the organization, and yet he wants a degree that befits his certificate your earning is also not a function of your desire the fact that you desire or you think you need money will not make a difference the fact that you cannot pay your bills will not influence your earnings your earnings are not a function of your connections you know people and so you assume that that would qualify you to earn a better salary in the long term politicking in the corporate organization will not help you reach your objectives. Your earning is not a function of your longevity even though I must admit that in some organizations automatically by being there for a while you get promoted one notch at a time. The real key to increasing your earnings in a sustainable way in the long term is the value you bring to the organization. I crack a joke sometimes and I say, for some people, when they walk up to their boss and they say, I want to leave this organization, the boss will say, when? And even if you say next month, they'll say, you can go tomorrow. Because your value is so minimal that in your absence, in fact, some people, they can afford to be away and the company will do better without them. And yet for others, When they tell their boss, I'm having second thoughts, they don't even need to finish. The boss will say, let's have a discussion. Why? Because they bring additional value to the marketplace. Let me share with you 10 simple ways to increase your value in the organization. Number one is alignment. Let's all see alignment. Alignment is a word that we associate with mechanics. Very often we think of alignment when you go to your fitter and he says, your car has Alignment. Actually, what they mean is misalignment, but they don't bother with the miss. When they say your car is alignment, what it simply means is that you cannot control the direction of your car. Because when you, the driver, want to drive in a particular direction, the tires can take you in a different direction. Now, what happens sometimes is that in a corporate organization, the visionaries, the owners, the founders of the company have a certain direction. They are the drivers and each of us is like a tire within the organization and so when there is a misalignment problem the leader or the visionary wants to drive the vehicle in this direction and you the staff or the member of staff or the employee or the member of the team is driving the vehicle in a different direction what is likely to happen accident or unproductive driving There is risk involved, there is wear and tear involved, and one thing is certain, you can't get to where you want to get to because there's no synchronicity or alignment between the driver and the tires. If you ever have an alignment problem, as they call it, with your car, when you make a mistake of leaving the steering wheel, that's when the disorder reaches the climax because the car can literally veer off the road and create chaos. In the hands of somebody who's not aligned with the vision of the organization the organization could veer off course and create chaos and how well aligned am i with where this organization is going it's not how busy you are you can be very busy but unproductive how well aligned am i with the vision of this company let me speak to those who may have worked somewhere and find yourself in a different company There are corporate cultures and they vary from organization to organization. And so sometimes the challenge is that you've come from somewhere where things are done in a particular way and you are trying to import, or as they say, cut and paste, the way things are done in that organization, in this new one. You will have problems and you will not fit. Number two, self-discipline and energy. Let me submit that... A research was done over a 20-year period about the most successful people in the world at the turn of the 20th century. And the conclusion after studying 500 very rich and successful business leaders was that the one attribute they all had in common was self-discipline, which was defined as doing what you have to do, when you have to do it, whether you feel like it or not. You will find out that for several of the things that matter in your life, you don't need a supervisor, a TA, or somebody to follow you to do them. But these are important things. And so people who rise in an organization are those who have the willpower to start to continue and to finish tasks without anybody chasing them. If you are a branch manager, for several weeks, nobody from head office will come and check on you. What does it take to wake up on time, come to work on time, pursue your targets, deliver on all the key deliverables without anybody physically looking at you? And so without that kind of willpower, that kind of self-discipline, you will find yourself sleeping because nobody is checking on you. And that is the beginning of your downfall. And it's not just about doing the things you have to do when you have to do them, but doing them with energy, with enthusiasm, with excitement. I tell somebody, I tell people all the time that enthusiasm is visible. If you went to the front desk of any of these blue chip companies here, and the front desk person had a frown on her face or his face, and insist that they are excited to see you, how would you feel? Enthusiasm, it is visible, it is audible, it must be seen and felt. And so, it's not just about do. you say, I should greet, I've greeted you. No, it must be done with passion, with drive, with enthusiasm, with energy. That is self-discipline and energy. Number three, the bottom line. Whatever you do must add to the numbers. And there are two factors in this equation. Either you increase revenue or you manage cost. Every action of yours within the business must be seen to be increasing our revenue or being cost efficient. The favorite people in the business are the people who bring ideas, strategies to help us serve our customers better, increase profitability by expanding our revenue base, new products, new ideas that can generate revenue or save costs. All. Ensure that we get value for money. Sometimes people buy from, for, for their companies as if because it's not their personal funds, they just don't care. You are procuring for the organization. And you are not asking the questions you would ask if you were buying for yourself. And you buy knowing very well that if it were your wedding, your project, your business, your house, you would not buy at this cost and you would not buy so haphazardly. But because it's the company, it doesn't matter value for money serving our clients being more efficient deploying technology asking questions pushing the buttons ensuring that every CD every dollar spent is bringing return when you do that you may not get all the commendation every day but believe me from my experience in dealing with business leaders they are far more observant than you think they know who is bringing value they know who is making a difference number four questions and answers what does it mean everything that would ensure that you rise in life borders on two things questions and answers you either must be asking the right questions or answering the right questions when you ask the right questions you open up space when you query the way we do things we see our failings, we see our mistakes we see new opportunities if you want to rise within your organization, let me challenge the thinking that says, Kwesi, Eru Menkasa. Your parents will call you and say, listen, when you go, go and sit down quietly. Don't talk. Who said that? Ask questions. Why? Rudyard Kipling says he has six honest men who taught him everything he knew about life. He says they are what, why, when. How, where, and who? He says he sends them over hill, over land, and sea. And when they are tired, he gives them a rest, and then he resumes again. What does he mean? That for every one of us desiring to give value, we must ask, what am I doing in this company? Why am I at this level? Why am I not getting promoted? When will the door of opportunity open how can I make myself more valuable than every other marketing executive? Where will the next opportunity come from? And who will find favor with those client? Simple questions. But in those questions are the answers that will give you your dreams and aspirations. Ask questions. But even more importantly, answer questions. Every day, questions come up in our organizations Every day, questions are being asked, and the one who answers these questions is the one who will get promoted and the one who will get rewarded. Tell somebody, ask questions, tell the person, ask hard questions, but even more importantly, answer them tonight. When you lie down, ask yourself, What are the most important questions being asked about me? in my workplace, there may be silent questions, but they are begging to be answered. And if you can find the answers, you will rise. Number five, this will be the favorite of many CEOs, responsibility. Several people take their check at the end of the month, and they own no responsibility in the organization. Even when you give them a task, they bring you all the work, pressed down, shaking together, running over, they bring it back to you. It's painful to employ some people. As my boss described it, it's almost like removing your teeth without any anesthesia. Because they just can't make any decision. And so you end up laboriously going through everything again. And just when you think you've finished, they come back with two more. And you would assume that having taken them through, the next time, they will get it right. The next time, guess what? They are back again. If you do not take responsibility, no boss will assign tasks to you. Every boss likes to give work to the one who gets things done. One time, one touch, and then they want another assignment. But the ones who keep making mistakes after mistake it's a natural human phenomenon you want to pass it on to the next person and so if nobody is giving you work in the company and you think it's because you are free and you are not busy check yourself maybe you are not getting results three things number 1 own your space i am responsible for the front desk i am responsible for marketing i am responsible for activations own your space whatever is given to you Hold it in your hands and say, this is my baby. When you own your space, you are in charge. Kujo's favorite saying, which I will borrow, he says, not on my watch. That means that when you are within your space, and you are operating in the thing assigned to you, you say, nothing will go wrong on my watch. The quest for zero defect. Is perfection possible? That's a debate you and I can have the whole day. But one thing I can say is that perfection is desirable. Keep this frequency clear. A person can make a decision that as long as it is within my space, it can be done well. How can we guarantee that every springboard event can be watched around the world? by people who know that exactly this time there will be this activation, exactly this time this person will be speaking. Why? Because we spent months on end painstakingly looking at who should speak, when they should speak, what should we do, how should we do it, who do we partner. We ask critical questions and we own our space. In Luke 15 verse 8, a young man who had walked into disorder, messed up his life, collected big money, blown it all, looked at himself, And realized that he was like a pig, made a simple statement. He said, I will arise. What does it mean? It means that if things are not going well, don't blame your supervisor, don't blame the company, don't blame your boss. Look at yourself and say, Me, I, Albert, I will arise. Monday, when you go back to work, stop looking at everybody else and blaming them for where you are. Tell somebody next to you, I will arise. Tell somebody else I will arise. Number six, communication. It has been proven that in any field of endeavor, you will need communication to rise to the top. You will need communication to explain an investment policy. You will need communication skills to sell that marketing communication plan to the client. My Baba is a great communicator. He knows exactly what to say to get me to pay five times what other people pay for his services. You need communication skills for whatever you want to do, especially as you rise to the top. Because the higher you rise, the more it would involve moving people, making decisions, communicating those decisions, and sometimes boarding the plane to go and represent all of us in Argentina or Mexico or Venezuela or Russia. We want to hear reports that the manager from Ghana spoke well. Communication involves clarity. Be clear about what you are saying. It involves consistency and it involves connection. You must know who you are speaking to and how to connect to them. Number seven. Embrace and optimize technology and social media. For many of us, we have a certain mindset about technology and we say, as for me, I don't like technology. As for me, I'm technologically deficient. Your personal deficiency has nothing to do with it. Technology is an enabler. It's a whole new world. Listen, if you don't understand mobile, telephony, the internet, technology, and how it is changing the game plan in this world, you will do physically and in an analog way what can only be done by technology several of you here got text messages activations by internet email some of you registered yesterday before you came you don't want to bother with registering whilst you are here why because technology is an enabler an anglican bishop caused a stir in the uk when he posted a, a poster at the entrance to his church and said please retweet my message after all if the mission of the church is to send the gospel to all the world Then he can, by virtue of Twitter, use the same technology that others are using to send his message across the world. I can imagine that for the traditional church several years ago, the poster at the entrance will say, put off all mobile phones. Today, the person's Bible is on the phone. The person is tweeting the message, people are watching the message live streaming across the world. How can the person put off the phone? When you, the pastor, preach, they are checking the concordance and they are checking to see whether what you are saying is true. Tell somebody, retweet. Number eight, this is the one that will offend many of you. Get a driver's license and a passport. You say, what has that got to do with my career? And so you have a degree from KNUST. And you are telling us that before you can be the marketing executive, we must hire a driver to drive you to work or drive you out for assignments. That is a waste of the company's money learn how to drive and get a license all those who say I know how to drive but I don't have a license yet you are lying the only proof of your driving ability is actually additionally having a valid driver's license expired licenses are not acceptable why a passport a passport because opportunities may open impromptu requiring you to travel across the world we had one in which a manager was supposed to go to South Africa and instead of rejoicing like the others were rejoicing he had a frown and an interesting look on his face it was supposed to be the next week a reward for his hard work apparently he didn't even have a passport a passport is not an achievement it's only proof that you are a Ghanaian or you are the nationality that you say you are so maybe Monday somebody's action point from springboard go and get a passport and fill the form for a driver's license number 9 personal brand management everyone is a brand you are a brand when your name is mentioned it elicits a kind of response from people serious, committed diligent a certain response I don't know but you are a brand what kind of emotions do you want to elicit from people who interface with you control it by a series of deliberate actions and I'm going to recommend this book personal branding because your brand determines your value and that's why two people with the same degree from the same institution can go to an organization and one is paid three times what the other is paid you can pray about it you can fast if you are not bringing the value you can't change it how do you build a brand? one be a specialist there must be something that you are unique uniquely qualified to do there must be something that brings across your name over and over again number two You must learn to communicate your worth. Sometimes you give people a chance and say, tell us what you can do, and suddenly they freeze. You must be able to say it in 30 seconds. Unique selling proposition, 30 seconds. Why are you the candidate number one for this opportunity? And in case you need help with a unique selling proposition, this book called Career Star Park will help you. You must be able to communicate why you are the number one. Clearly. And then number three, see yourself as a brand's manager for Project U. Project James, Project Nash, Project Albert. Brand's manager. Invest in the brand. Study about the brand. Know the brand. Promote the brand. Just like a, a brand's manager in any big multinational company will promote the brand. And finally, continuous evaluation and growth. Check yourself. When you run a race... When you run a leg, when you set up on a journey, pause periodically to look back. Am I on track? Am I doing well? Walk to your boss and ask them, am I giving you value? Every leader, every manager, every boss will be impressed with that subordinate who does not wait for an official evaluation interview to walk to you and ask you, are you happy with my work? Specific questions. And if you ask, they will give you specific answers that can help you improve your value and rise within the organization. Let me end by throwing a challenge to everyone of us here today, that where you are today can be a springboard to a greater place tomorrow if you can set out on a journey and embrace every one of these ten enablers. And I'm sure that five years from now, ten years from now, when you stand on this stage to tell the story, you can see it all began at Springboard. Thank you, and God bless you.
2: JOY 99.7
0: FM Keep the frequency
1: clear 99.7 Indeed, you must keep your frequency clear because this is JOY 99.7 FM your station, and this is Springboard your virtual university so there you have it, 10 ways to increase your value within your organization and by extension your salary or your earning power listen, if you don't provide these these tools within your organization you can lobby, you can shout but you will remain where you are every boss will be looking out for these 10 things to reward you. i'm going to run by them very quickly and then we'll go for a musical break and so these are the 10 and you can find them on my facebook page or legacy and legacy facebook page number one is alignment how well you are aligned with the vision number two self-discipline and energy number three is the bottom line increasing revenue and then managing cost Number four is questions and answers. The quality of questions you ask or answer will determine how you rise in any organization. Number five, take responsibility for your space. Take responsibility for your space. Number six is communication. Master your communication skills, verbal and written communication. Number seven is technology and social media. These are enablers you must familiarize yourself with and use them to be efficient. Number eight. Is very, very important. Get a driver's license and a passport. They are signs that you are ready for your next opportunity. Number nine is personal branding. Be a specialist and have a clear, unique selling proposition. And then finally, continuous monitoring and evaluation. Continuous monitoring and evaluation. And so tonight, we've talked about 10 ways to increase your value and your earning power. But there are also 10 commandments that i want to share with you before we open the phone lines today and for anyone listening today these are 10 people you cannot help you can do everything but if the the person falls into any of these categories sorry you can't help them so you may want to write it down or you may want to take note of the 10 people you cannot help no matter how hard you try and if you're listening and you find yourself in any of these categories you probably want to revise your notes and then make some changes in your posture as well so these are the temple you cannot help number one a person who believes that he or she has no problem if a person thinks they have no problem how can you help them a person who believes that he or she has no problem the second person you cannot help is a person who believes that you are their problem if a person sees you as their problem how can you help them the more you try to help them the more offended they will get because you are the problem So, a person who believes that you are their problem, you cannot help them. The third person you cannot help is a person who doesn't believe in process. Some people want results, but they want them instantly or instantaneously, and therefore your attempt at walking them through a step-by-step guide is considered a waste of their time. They want instant results. A person who doesn't believe in process, you cannot help. Number four, a person who forgets easily, a forgetful person, for a person who forgets lessons less life's most important lessons easily, you cannot help them because even when you guide them on what to do next, it is possible that they will forget A person who is forgetful, you cannot help them. The fifth person you cannot help is a person who keeps repeating the same mistakes. Making a mistake is bad enough. But doing it over and over and over is expensive and sometimes irretrievably bad. And so a person who keeps repeating the same mistake and suffering the consequences over and over and over, you cannot help them. Number six, a person who doesn't value relationships. Now, look across the spectrum of life and you will realize that, every significant progress you make will involve the input of somebody in your life some relationship in your life the person who does not value relationships you cannot help them number seven an ungrateful person a person who is just not thankful for anything you cannot help an ungrateful person number eight a person who doesn't pay attention to details who lumps everything together and just sees that's one big picture a person who doesn't pay attention to details you cannot help them number nine a person who has no values a person who has no values some people believe that anything goes they think that they can they can succeed by doing anything they have to do at any point in time no matter how um, unacceptable it is. To them, everything goes as long as he gets them the result that they want. When people live like that, you cannot help them. People who have no values. And then finally, a person who doesn't take responsibility for their shortcomings. A person who doesn't take responsibility for their shortcomings. When people want to blame everybody else and when people don't want to sit down, look at themselves and see where they are falling short, no matter how you try, you can't help them. These are the 10 people that you cannot help. And so just knowing means that you are limited in your, your capacity to help other people, no matter how much you are willing. If, if somebody is in any of these categories, it's very difficult to reach them with your help. What do you think about these 10 people? If you have met any of them or if you have seen them in your life in one way or another, you can share your thoughts with us and find out and challenge their proposition. Are they helpable or not? What do you think? Let's talk. I'm going to open the phone lines very shortly. But before that, let's go for a brief commercial break and pay our respects to our sponsor, Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Let me remind you that we have a special tribute coming up for Kufi Ansan, the fashion genius. Please don't go away. Keep the frequency clear. 99.7. At Echobank, we see a great future with over 1,000 branches across 33 African countries. The future connects you wherever you go with cards and Internet banking and lets you transfer money straight from your heart to your loved ones. So wherever life takes you, we're there to help. The future is
0: Pan-African. And Echo Bank is the Pan African Bank.
1: It is 15 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is Springboard. Springboard is called your virtual university because it gives you a curriculum. And every Sunday evening, we make a date with you, our treasured listeners, and work with you for a whole hour, building line upon line, precept upon precept. And tonight, we've been talking about how to increase your value and your earning power. We've also talked about 10 people that nobody can help. I'm going to open the phone lines very shortly so that you can talk about your own experience with any of these 10 things that we have spoken about. But tonight, there is somebody who increases value and is earning power across the globe, somebody who became a global icon. And somebody that we are celebrating tonight on Springboard, your virtual university. As you probably know by now, Springboard is about celebrating all that is beautiful about this country. And no matter who you are, once you're part of this great nation of ours and you do something that puts the nation on the map, we are happy to celebrate you on Springboard. And somebody that we want to celebrate tonight is somebody who passed on yesterday and the whole of Ghana was talking about it yesterday on the social media, on my journal online, on all the other platforms. The news broke, and everybody was asking how did it happen. But Comfort has a special tribute for good friend, Kofi Comfort, it's all
3: yours. Thank you, Albert. Um, I I, I didn't believe that. I, I mean, I didn't hope for this, but um, yesterday was a, was a shock. And I just wrote this piece after I, I heard of it. So, um, listeners, please listen. To, I mean, and let's celebrate Kofi together. I heard of Kofi long, long before I met him. His name had been synonymous with high-end couture, and I felt the two of us were in separate circles. But the day I was invited to a highly prestigious program, I knew I had to represent. How best to present myself? But to go to the best in the land. Interestingly, I had only eight days to get something presentable to wear. I was up. Apprehensive as I went to his studio, I thought such a person would, would look, take one look at me and say, Away with you, woman! How dare you disturb the sacred, hallowed halls of my esteemed abode with such a pre- pre- preposterous request to be done in a week. My work is divinely inspired, taking weeks to dream and months to translate into visions of art. But reality was different. He took his time, found out about the program, my favorite colors, the types of outfits I like to wear, and so on. He even went with me to buy the most appropriate material, canty, of course, for the occasion. He insisted on inspecting my accessories, shoes, bags, the works. In short, Kofi Ansa was a perfectionist in his craft. By the time I had my dress, I was hooked with the artist. And the art, I decided from my very first outfit that he would design my daughter's wedding dress, even though he was on, she was only 10 at that time. Kofi knew how to mix with everyone he interacted with. He was charming, a bit long-winded at times, had a thousand stories and more to share. He'll give you a little jig every now and then to show you how much informed he was. He had a smile that could sh- Charm any shy bird to perch safely. He had an eye for detail. No thread was allowed to wander about. As I reminis- reminisce today with some another client of his, our thoughts were in sync. There was no way you would get a f- finished kufiansa outfit, and you won't win the admiration of people around. Every creation was his. Of his was made to fit the essence of the wearer. Yesterday we heard of your demise with shock and unbelief. Is it true or someone was playing a very expensive joke? Alas, it turned out to be true. As we celebrate you on Springboard today, my only regret is that we did not insist on benefiting from your experience and expertise on Springboard. Indeed, life is a gift given to us by God To use wisely. For we do not know when we will be called to give an account of what, when, how, who, which, why. Teach us to number our days, O God, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Rest in perfect peace. Kofi Anza.
1: 10 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock, and that is Comfort's tribute to the man, Kofi Ansah. We thank God for his life, and it's a reminder tonight, once again, that life is a gift from God, and whatever you get to be given by God, live your life so well, that as Mark Twain sees, when you die, even the undertaker... We'll be sorry. I'm going to open the phone lines right now and share with us your thoughts on how to increase your value and your earning power. Or in between, you can talk about the 10 people no one can help. The number to call is 30 221 30 6541 Have you experienced any of these 10 points in your own life? Which of them provokes you the most? which of them is something you can start doing immediately it's not about talking about it and not acting which of them are you going to act on right from monday 10 ways to increase your value and your earning power hello good evening
2: hello good evening
1: your name and where you calling from please
2: please my name is solomon power i'm calling
1: from scenery did you say solomon power
2: palm palm
1: all right solomon Uh, how are you
2: Thank you, my so,
1: boss. Fantastic, fantastic. Solomon, tell me, how I, I, are you planning to increase your earning power with, with the use of yes, these please. tips? Yes, please. Which of them is provoking you the most?
2: Actually, believing in excellence.
1: Believing in excellence? Yes. All right. Solomon from Sinyani, we want to encourage you to step out there and do. It's not a talking, it's a doing. So keep us posted about what you are able to do with these lessons.
2: Thank you very much. And God bless you
1: for a good work. Bless you too, my brother. And let's meet some time in Sunyani as we travel on the Springboard Road Show. Hello, good evening.
2: Hello, good evening, Albert.
1: Yes, sir. Your name and where are you calling from, please?
2: Copner, i calling from Takradi.
1: Hey, from Sunyani Takradi, we are really gallivanting around the country. Kobna, tell me, which of the lessons is connecting with you this evening?
2: Well, I, 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 I share with you ten, uh, you know, the ten things you've about the type of people you
1: can't help. Are you trying to help somebody and having some problems?
2: See, I I, I want to tell this problem, and I was seriously, need, you know, an advice on that. Right. How do you deal with the boss? I was in one of the financial institutions. How do you deal with the boss who always sees you as a threat, you know, by virtue of your qualification, by virtue of what you stand for? You spoke about owning what you do. I mean, being the marketing manager, you own that brand. But here's the case your boss sees you as a threat and he doesn't want to teach you anything you know you're always going about your work diligently and effectively your report on time doing everything that is supposed to be without anybody you know uh people checking up on you we are doing you're always
1: Um, Kobner, Kobner, because of the brevity of time i'm going to tell you this um send an email to info at legacy and gh. but i'm going to give you one tip to carry away um, I've seen several instances of people who said their boss said to them, you will never make progress while I remain in this organization. But diligence is its own reward. Excellence is its own reward. You can never bury a person who is serving diligently and excellently. For a moment, it may look like you are being stifled, but if you are doing the right thing and you are doing it consistently, your star will shine in due course. And so I will encourage you not to compromise on quality because you feel that you are being, you are being suppressed. Keep doing what you are doing and do it, do it right, but you can engage us by email and we'll have some more details to share with you. Info at gh. Thank you, Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Your name and where you're calling from, please.
2: My name is Albert. I'm calling from Lamboni.
1: Did you say Albert?
2: Yes, please. My name is Albert.
1: Right. Albert, go ahead.
2: Um, Well, actually, you have... Um, I've learned a lot from what you get. Uh, Albert, could you lower the volume
1: on your radio set? Yes. Could
2: please.
1: you lower the volume on your radio set completely, just so we can hear you clearly?
2: Yes, please. All right, go ahead. Okay. And for me, the communication... I think the communication is what i like to focus on. Right. But right now, to me, like a habit... So for next three months I want to communicate to a higher level
1: right
2: I and mean, that's what I like about it.
1: right Thanks so you very I'll... much fantastic Thank you so much for calling Albert. Let me give you one tip that I learned from somebody. I shared it last week. Let me just give it to you once again. If you can learn 10 words a day, 10 words and their meanings a day, learn them religiously. You'll be surprised at how you can build your vocabulary and go on to become an excellent communicator. Learn, Take it like World Cup. It's a World Cup year. Improve your communication systematically, step by step, and be committed to it. Okay. Right. Hello. Good evening. Evening, sir. Your name is where you're calling from, please.
2: My name is Israel. calling from Asherman.
1: Israel, from Asherman.
2: Yes,
1: sir. Israel, tell me, is something connecting to you this evening?
2: Responsibility, sir.
1: Responsibility.
2: Yeah, I want to own my speech. Right. Do things right, please. And then be free me, that what I'm doing, I
1: know I'm under the right path. Right. Israel, I want to encourage you. If you want to own your space, you got to be a master in your field. That means working night and day. Kelly says, I think about it every night and day. And that's in the song, I Believe I Can Fly. So Israel, you need to own your space by working at it night and day. And that is what is going to help you reach the heights that you are aspiring towards. All right. Let's take the final caller. Do you have another caller? hello good evening hello good evening
2: hello good evening
1: your name where you calling from please
2: nurudin calling from shakura
1: nurudin tell me which lesson is connecting to you this evening
2: i think communication matters most especially if you are in charge of front decks obviously you deal with your aside your employer being your primary client You now deal with the employer of your own employer, who are the customers you are serving, and how you communicate to them at the front desk to pick the kind of reception they are going to get throughout the organization. So I I think communication tops the list.
1: Right. Nurudin, I want to show you that um, communication is, 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 is a universal enabler if you work on your communication. At every level in the organization, it would help you and be an asset, especially as you climb higher and higher in the organization. Let me add that it's not just a front desk executives; It's for anyone in the organization. And so as we wrap up on the springboard of virtual university tonight, what we have been doing is looking at 10 ways to increase your value and your earning power. We've also looked at 10 people that nobody can help. Our focus in this month of May is on personal development. And so we've looked at 10 people that no one can help, no matter how hard you try. And if you missed out on these lessons, you can find them on my Facebook page or Legacy and Legacy Facebook page. But tonight, on behalf of Comfort Ignatius, and matthew my name is reverend albert okran i want to say thank you so much for making time to be with us on your virtual university i trust that something that we said has added value to your life and you are getting better and better every day i trust that your personal value has shot up even as we wrap up on this program god bless you god bless you and
0: god bless you good night